Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have a very, very special guest on the No Picks After Dark podcast. I met this young man about six months ago, and um, it was fortunate enough to able to have a conversation with him, and I was new to the community that I had moved into, Lowerville Hamilton area. And he was very nice and uh, just welcoming at our first happy hour that we did for the area. It was here at Function where we're at right now. Um, without further ado, Brian, how you doing today, Brian? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Hey, man, I can't complain. I'm happy you're on the podcast, man. <laughs> it's good to be here. So, I mean, I just we finally got here. It took us forever to make this podcast happen. Sometimes you just got to shoot for it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, so let's let's get into it, man. I mean, he, he was like, literally, it was a happy hour. It was a community function. When the nice people came up, say, hey, how are you? Never seen you here and just very welcoming, introducing me to everybody else in the crowd. So it was a beautiful thing. So again, thank you to you, sir. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? I mean... Well, um, I'm originally from Southern California. I grew up in Huntington Beach uh, in Orange County, but uh, I was on the, the border of uh, Fountain Valley in Huntington Beach, so I went to Fountain Valley High School for a couple of years. Okay. Um, and then I came out to uh, the East Coast. I came to, to Maryland for a couple of years in high school. Okay. And then I went back uh, to California. I went up to uh, Humboldt. Uh, for college, hippie school. Uh, okay, I know Humble very well. The, yeah, man. Just, you, well, back in the day, high times, that was like the number one place in America for marijuana. Is. Yes. That's, 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 what I, that's what I read back in college, those days. <laughs> it's no lie. Yeah. Okay, okay. It, world travelers, uh, it's, it was a pull from, from everywhere. Right, right. So let me give you guys a quick background. Brian is a business owner in our area that we live in. And tell them what you do. What's your business? Uh, I own uh, Truex Frames, and I do uh, picture framing and just about anything related to stuff that you would hang on the wall. Uh, I work with artists. I do uh, a lot of commercial uh, work. I work with uh, decorators. Um, and, of course, I do a ton of residential work. Okay, so I, I wanted to get that in there just so we, everybody has a little quick background of him. Then so we'll do the whole background of him now. But just so you guys know what he does, and I really want to highlight the entrepreneurs in our neighborhood, and I really want to show the light and, you know, have people shop locally. And, you know, if you are live, in the, we live in Northeast. If you live in the West Side, Southeast, you know, come over, check it out. You don't have to go to Michael's. That's all I'm going to say on that. So you went, so you went to College of Humble, Humble County, mm-hmm. and what was your major? Just... I got a uh, degree in English literature, but I spent uh, a lot of my time uh, with the uh, theater department. Um, that, and I had a little crush on the philosophy department. So um, I was focused on English. That's what my degree is, but I had to incorporate a lot of things into it. That's nice, nice. So at this point, you're just doing the art, art, art thing and just living life and you don't really, you have no idea what, where you want to go on certain things. Well, um, I am building a business. Um, so uh, I started in picture framing uh, when I first came out here uh, during high school. Okay, okay. Uh, My father had decided to get out of big business and decided to uh, purchase into the uh, 
Deck the Walls franchise. Okay, what's and, what's that? What's Deck the Walls? Uh, Deck franchise? the Walls was a uh, a picture framing franchise. Uh, of course, I I don't I don't know if any of them still exist. Um, I don't know that it was the uh, the best uh, format for for the. Uh, uh, for that business. Um, anyways. Uh, so you, so you, went to, you were in Baltimore for high school? I came out here for two years. I went to uh, Franklin for a semester, and then I ended up at Calvert Hall, and I graduated from there. And then you there. went back west. And then, yes, I went back west. Okay. But um, I came out, and um, I picked up picture framing. Um, my dad obviously didn't, uh, it didn't last long. There was a boom in my industry at that time uh, in the 80s and, and uh, 90s. Um, but, you know, with the mall and retail and th things just didn't pan out for my dad. But I picked it up and uh, I'm still doing it 27 years later. <laughs> okay. So I guess going back, um, going for questions then, you know, when you, so your dad was a big influence in your life as far as getting into that type of business. Because I know you've said that, um, I've read, did my little research, you used to work for a nonprofit. I um, started the Towson Arts Collective okay. over in Towson, Maryland. Um, I had a business, a picture framing business in Towson for nine years, uh, and I had a business partner. Um, that doesn't always pan out, and it didn't. Mm -hmm. um, but I have been living in this neighborhood for 15 years. So uh, when that all went to pot, I, I said, I'm going to be close to home. I'm going to be a part of my community. And uh, so I started my shop at the end of my street. So what was here when you first started your shop? What was here? I mean, oh, there was the hair school. Okay. Um, and that's no longer in, in existence. Um, there was uh, there was a bunch of different places that was in this location, but uh, Chef Max is one that, that stands out. Um, a jewelry had uh, different owners when I opened up, so that was there. Um, and then the rest was, there was hair shops, there was a bodega. Uh, there was really nothing notable that was really going on over here. Uh, there was, uh, you know, some drug activity and uh, people spitting and fighting and just doing the Harford Road thing. <laughs> okay. um, and that, uh, that did disappear. So. so when you moved back, when you were living here, how did you find the Laurelville, Hamilton Hills, Moravia, Community, Northeast Baltimore. How did you find living in, like, when you moved back? Like, uh, when I moved back from... Uh, or when you were living in... Because so you left... So, yeah. So I lived in Towson for a little bit. Okay. I, I uh, moved to uh, Hamden, and I lived there for a little bit. And then um, the boom happened, and my landlord was selling the place. It was... I mean, it, when I moved in, it was a rat hole. Uh, <laughs> but it was 500 bucks a month. And what do you want in Hamden, right? Right. right. Uh, you know, but it, it was it was old Hamden. There were little girls selling crack out of baby diaper bags. Stop and, it! Uh, really? Oh, oh, no joke. At the end of the street. Because I heard Hamden used to be real rough back. It was rough. It was rough then. You'd hear okay. the bars getting out, and it was nothing but broke beer bottles and uh, old men just wow. like falling over each other. Wow! It was hilarious. Wow! 
Uh, yeah, that and the scurrier rats. Got you. That, that's both of the big the rats. I get it. I that's get what it. people come here for. The rats. <laughs> so how'd you find Lorville? I mean, how'd you find Moravia Walther, this area? So the, uh, the guy that owned, uh, Towson, uh, it was, uh, the Towson Artist Supply. Uh, that's now Plaza Artist Materials, but back in the day, it was a, it was a pop and pop. It was two guys that owned the place. And uh, one of them uh, dealt in real estate on the side. So uh, he gave me some, some addresses in this zip code, and I came over here. And I actually recognized uh, the area because uh, a friend of mine had brought me over here years ago. Uh, and so I, I was like, well, oh, what I did is I walked up the street and I said hello to people. Nice. And, and I noticed people said hello back. Okay. And that was like something that I didn't get in Hamden, which I really felt awkward about. And, uh, you know, coming from a, a, a really friendly place, I just wanted neighbors to be neighbors and I wanted to uh, have the community feel. That's a beautiful thing. Um, so, because I always look at it when um, I will give you a quick story about how I moved over here. And I lived on the other side of Perry Parkway in Northwood. And I never knew, I moved back here in 05. I never knew anything about the Hartford Road Corridor. Dan's serious, man. Like It's hidden. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> hidden thing. And um, I never really came over. And the only reason why I found the Hartford Road Corridor, and this will blow your mind, is I was downtown at a restaurant for happy hour. And this guy said, where do you think, you can, can you, can you, where can you get the best crab cake from? And I was like, man, go to Failey's. That's the, that's the crab cake spot. I mean, that's what I know. And he's like, nah, man, you got to go to Coco's. And I said, Coco's? Where, where, where is that? And he's like, up Hartford Road. Wow. And I'm like, I've driven past Hartford Road. The liquor store is in the corner. <laughs> the McDonald's in the corner. I, I got nothing for over here. And he's like, right. check it out. I was like, okay. And when I drove over here, I was like, oh. This is right next to three-minute drive from my house. It's a little <laughs> hidden gem. So I really didn't know too much about Harford Road, and I had lived here since 2003. So I started 2005, and that was probably around 2010. Oh, wow. Okay. Seven years I did not know about. Wow. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. <laughs> so that just, it's funny you say that. Just And then when I did look for houses, my neighbor, um, Casey, who's one of the entrepreneurs around this area, has her own shop, found studio was very nice neighbors came out hey you know and everybody was so friendly and i said like you kind of like you said this yeah. is where i want to be neighbors who say hey how are you this is what the neighbors are about i didn't know she could be lying to me but you know what i go off just with people that have a good feeling yeah. on people so it's a beautiful thing well you know we've got the uh the big backyards i think that that was the big thing because i was living in hamden with this little you know quilt of a, of a yard and uh so, yeah, I had a big yard. I could garden. And then uh, when I was in Towson, I noticed a lot of my clients were coming from this area. That's another thing that I noticed. And most of the people over here seemed really, um, really mellow, very, very nice people, uh, you know, very, very uh, middle class, uh, well-rounded, um, somewhat educated, a uh, little crunchy. I really like that. Nice, nice. So when you opened your shop up on the street you live on, mm -hmm. 
how did the how did the community receive you? Um, well, you know, I, I don't know that I was really even thinking about that at the time. I was uh, totally traumatized and uh, being usurped from everything that I knew uh, because I was absolutely a part of the Towson fabric. Uh, I knew everyone, everyone knew me, and uh, here I am. I'm in my own neighborhood up the street from my house, and I'm looking around like I, I really don't, I, I don't know my community that well. So by opening up my shop over here, uh, I really was able to meet all of my neighbors, uh, which, which is great. Um, and now uh, we've, we've had uh, a bit of a renaissance in this, in this district. So now I have a whole community of people that I can you know, talk to and hang out with. And uh, it's, it's really lovely. I'm not you know, hiding, hiding away in my shop, just toiling. Um, I could walk outside, drink a cup of coffee, and talk to various people. And that's a, and I, I like that because you've been here. How, what year did you open your frame shop? So I've had my frame shop here for um, over eight years. And out of that eight years, how many ca- businesses have come and go? And you're one. <laughs> and you're one of the most studious things over here, correct? So yeah, I was uh, one of the. Well, there's some other ones, but uh, yeah, it's. It's a little vagrant, uh, but such is uh, the retail industry. Uh, so, of course, I'm a retail business. There's a lot of hair places. They're, uh, they're, they're a little bit different. Um, it's just a different business. Okay. Um, so, and I have a... Uh, picture framing has a certain following. I mean, I am a, a hairdresser of sorts because people come out of their way. I get, I get people from Pennsylvania. I get people from, I get people from all over. Uh, the whole east side, uh, Essex, Dundalk, uh, Middle River, um, and then all of, you know, downtown, uh, Towson, and uh, all north of here, the entire 95 corridor, we have uh, just, anyone can jump on 95 and, and zip on down here. And a lot of people have um, memories of this area. A lot of people grew up here. Uh, and ended up moving. So they like to come back to the area. That's, they like to go to Coco's. They like to, to, they like to come to restaurants here and, and visit businesses here. Now, with your business, it's a niche audience, would you say. Um, how do you fight off the major corporations, you know, as far as framing? Because I know you have your Michaels. They have frames there that they, they will frame for you. Joanna Fabrics, I think they, they do a little bit of framing also. How do you, as a company, have you survived through? Was it so? You've been in eight years. That's been a while. That's a beautiful. That's awesome to me. What do you? What's your secret? Uh, well, I've been doing it for a long time. Um, I'm I'm very straight with people. Um, Michaels has been busted for their uh, misrepresented sales. You can't have a sale sixty percent off all year long. That is just not. You, you can't do that. So that misrepresents the uh, the cost of uh, what the goods in my industry are. So that's that's just bogus. If you want to, if you want to come to me, I'll I'll show you either high end stuff. I've got stuff in my closet. I've got uh, I have I have everything up and down the scale, and in in different flavors. So I'm just really looking out for my client's best interest. I want, I want them to feel comfortable in what they're spending, and I want to make sure that they, they get what they want. So what's a typical experience in your shop? 
Uh, I'm a customer. I actually do have three things in EV frames, so I will be seeing you very <laughs> actually this Saturday. Um, no rush, no rush. But because everybody's busy now, everybody's like, gotta get it up before everybody's busy nowadays. <laughs> but what's the typical experience as a as I'm you know your business you promoting your business? I walk in, I say, you know, hi, I have a beautiful picture frame of my dog or my grandkids, and I want you to do something for me. It's twelve by twelve or six by eight. Are you upselling me? Are you telling me just a truth? Or what are you telling me? I show you a cross-section of just about everything. I ask you, where, where is it going? What's it for? I get an idea of... Honestly, the best way to get, your, get to know your clientele is just you should hang out with them. Because uh, you got to get into their head. you got to understand where people are coming from and what they want. Uh, so I throw out a cross-section of different things, and I find out what you want and what you don't want. What you don't want is just as important as what you want. <laughs> so we get that stuff off the table. And uh, it easily kind of pairs down. And then, uh, you know, we figure out the number thing, and uh, either we start over or we, uh, we move forward. Most of the time, it's really easy. Um, I, and again, I, I'm super lucky. I've got great clients. Um, Everyone that I deal with is pretty cool, so I don't really have big problems. That's awesome. That's <laughs> a, so when you, so when one wants a certain type of frame, uh, how long is normally a turnaround for your business? Well, it depends. Um, if it's something that I have in stock, it's a lot uh, faster. If it's something that I need to order, um, and depending upon what company where it's coming from, uh, that could take longer. Um, Typically, it's uh, like I always. <laughs> my idea is to always uh, under promise and over deliver. Okay. Uh, so I always say, you know, three, four weeks, and then it could be done in a week. It could be done in two weeks. I don't know. Depends. If you need it quicker, that's another thing. I, I deal with a lot of uh, corporate accounts, and, and sometimes people need stuff fast. So that's why that that time buffer is there so that I can accommodate people that need things for, say there's a wedding or say there's, anything could come up. It's before Thanksgiving is always, uh, oh, my, uh, <laughs> my niece painted this painting and I need to have it up. So, so is it just you in the shop? That's the, or, do you, or do you have an assistant? It's predominantly me. Okay. Um, I have some uh, things that I uh, give out. Like I have a paper conservator that I work with. Um, if, if I need extra help, there are certain people that I can pull upon. But um, I'm hoping to get some, some help sometime soon. That's, uh, I think that that's really going to help my business grow. Okay. And... How do you advertise your business? How does it just keep on going as it has right now? You know, do you market online? Are you like a social media guy that's like, hey, come from my, you know, my frame shop, or you know, what do you do? Yeah, I do some social media. Um, I'm not adamant about that. I should be more proactive, um, or I should hire someone that does that. Blah blah blah. Uh, but uh, overall, it is uh, it's word of mouth. Um, I do some Google advertising, um, but for the most part, the, the work just seems to, to come in. I don't, I don't know. So what would you say, or is this a fluctuate, your busiest time of year for you? <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, 
because it used to be um, June. Graduation time? For, is it graduation? No, it has nothing to do with diplomas. Really? I have no idea. I Honestly, I, it's, it's a fickle industry, I guess. Um, it used to not be that way. I mean, summertime was always dead. But I think that I've figured out how to diversify uh, my clientele so much that I'm just, I'm always pretty, pretty busy. Um, there's always some dead time here or there, but I've always got big projects. And I work with a lot of people. Um, sometimes people just have a lot of projects, so they bring them over and they go into uh, one of my, my famous uh, filing cabinets. And I can just pull them out as if I'm slow. There's always work in the cabinet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird because I'm thinking back, and I was thinking all day when I was before I came to the interview, and I was like, wow, Michaels was around. And I remember there used to be a shop called Ritz Camera. Yep. They used to have frames in there too, didn't yep. they? And um, a couple other places used to have framing and whatnot. But those have, like I said, you are one of the last of the Mohicans out here. So Ritz is not around. Um, obviously, some of the box stores are, are alive and well. Um, some of those have been downsizing. Their uh, retail side uh, has declined due to the Internet. Uh, I mean, Internet sales. If you want to buy stamps or whatever, you, you go to Amazon or whatever. Um, and, of course, that has taken a little chunk of my industry. But also... Um, a lot of people are rediscovering once once they get whatever they buy on the internet, um, they, they realize that they should have just come over and seen me. <laughs> so, do you find that a lot happening? Because um, I, I was wondering, I was telling coworkers, and I'm like, would you guys ever order frames online and get it done? And each one of them said no. They, they would never do a thing like that. Dude, it's it's not even cheaper. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's. <laughs> I mean, how would you? I mean, you don't. I feel like a frame shop is like one of those where it's like you want to go in there. Like for me, when I buy shoes, I want to know. I want to feel the shoe. I want to know that shoe hurts when I walk. I'm not just going off with somebody else because it looks great. I want to know how it feels. I, that's just how I am. Framing shop, I feel like. So a picture. On your computer screen, you don't see the texture. You can't tell that that's made in Italy. You, you really don't know. And a lot of the stuff they just buy in bulk from Indonesia, and uh, or it could be plastic. That's another thing. Mm. And, and I mean, most of the the average person wouldn't even think to to understand what what the materials are. Mm -hmm. But they buy it, they get it home, and they're like, eh. Um, and it's and it's not even really that cheap. So, could you tell me one of your um, craziest stories that you've had with a customer that came from a distance or something that was like wow that it was like a, that I can't I really you like I don't really believe this story. But do you have anything oh, out there man. like that where you're not you're not telling anybody, but you're just saying you know. So I you know I don't know that I have any. Uh, I have any crazy customer stories? I, you know, I've been in this for a long time. I've had some weird individuals come in and out, and you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that have uh, personal issues. Uh, that's that's all I could say. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty grateful for my for my clientele, and honestly, since I've been here, I haven't I've had very 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 few problems. 
Is there a science to framing? Is there uh, something that is it, is it like is it like a work of art, like a Picasso, when you're putting everything together to make it look all to come together as a whole? So there's there's a lot of uh, like color rules overall, um, color rules and rules about value. Um, some people want to throw a black frame on everything, but you got to look at it and be like, is there black in it? Um, that's that's a no no because the black is a very dark value, and then people will be looking at the frame um, unless it warrants the frame being uh, over the top. If I'm doing my job correctly, people are looking at the artwork uh, and the frame is just an, an accent, uh, something that uh, brings out the, the flavor of the art. Have you seen, um, I know I've, I went in somebody's house one time and uh, they had um, the framing of pictures, of the motion pictures. Of like they put they put like the little stick and like you know memory stick in the back and the pictures like going off and there's like a frame. Somebody actually had to put a frame that like it was a photo but it moved a lot. Like it was like a motion. Like imagine using your iPhone and using it as like a it rolled like different pictures like a slideshow. And somebody framed it like framed really? it. It was the weirdest thing because it was like that was their picture frame and it was like different pictures were popping up. Every like sliding, so it was like, oh, a, this is—is is this one of the electronic yeah, frames? Yes, 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 I've seen these, and I was like, what is this? But that's the digital world, man. Yeah, absolutely. Was, like, how do you feel about that? Um, I think it's great. Uh, you know what? It's all about people having stuff in their home that makes them comfortable. Uh, I just want people to be comfortable in their home, and if they have something other than a large screen TV, then that's that's awesome. You know, uh, what is it? You know, cavemen had art on their walls. Right, uh, you right. know, I mean, everyone should have something that is their their vibe, something that makes them own their home. They gotta have some love in their home. That's really what I what I want people to have. So I think we touched on it a little bit, but you. Do you see yourself having an apprentice one day? Um, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. It's, it's hard. Um, I've had lots of interns um, from college, high school. Um, dealing with artwork is a very... Uh, a lot of the artwork is, is very delicate. So... I would need someone that knows how to deal with artwork. They'd have to be somewhat intelligent and, and motivated. Um, I never thought about the color wheel until you said that to me, like looking at the colors. I never thought about that. Colors are important. I never thought about it. Now, yeah, I mean, <laughs> until you said I had never. I'm like, oh, I'll get a brown frame. It looks good. I don't know. Or a gold one. I don't know what it looks like. Hey, sometimes people, that's what they... I see people come in, they've got gold jewelry, and they just want, they just want gold on their walls. They want freely gold. And I'm like, okay. Okay, that's exactly Hey, man, what that's the vibe. That's what they want. That's what <laughs> makes them happy. And I want everyone to walk out. I want, I want their face to glow and be, like, super excited about getting this frame. Nice, nice. <laughs> I love it. Do you ever see yourself moving back to sunny California? Well, um, I mean, the ideal would be to be bi-coastal. Um, I do go home and see my mom every year. And... Uh, yeah, I love it out there. Uh, I've, I could see myself back out there. Um, but I've, uh, you know, I've uh, got a lot of great, uh, primarily my, my business is really good. I've got a lot of friends here. 
Um, I've uh, developed a wonderful uh, relationship with, uh, with my girlfriend. And uh, so she, she would, basically, she would have to weigh in on this. Gotcha. I wouldn't gotcha. go anywhere without her. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but uh, I, for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty happy here. I, I work a lot on trying to make sure that uh, my environment is getting better. Uh, so it's, it's nice to watch the neighborhood change. Okay. And again, like I said, I want to celebrate you as an entrepreneur. I want to celebrate you doing your business, being here for eight years, correct? Eight years? Over eight years. Or over eight years, and you're still standing and doing a great job. And, you know, everybody knows your shop. You know, you, know, you drive by on Hartford, you know, we, we know it's your friend. Right near Zeke's. Right there. <laughs> and if you could look back at yourself 15, 20 years ago, Mm. What, what, before you got into what would you what would you have told yourself? Would you mm. have done anything differently? Turn it, back, warn the others. Yeah, like kind of like share, turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you do? Oh. I mean, is, there, is, there, is there anything you would I always ask people that? Like, would you do, would you change it up, or you're like, you know what, I'm cool with the way things are right now. So there is something about just owning your life. There's it's easier to be able to deal with your own problems than to deal with the unforeseen problems that you get into with the the what ifs and what I could have done better and blah blah blah. Um, I'm not sure that I would have made all of the same decisions the same way. Um, I think that a lot of what I deal with now, um, well, I think it's always been uh, personal development and trying to figure out how to make the right decisions not based on fear or uh, some other character defect, that, which is just intrinsic in being human. Uh, it's like we're all trying to get over our humanness. Mm -hmm. But that's really the main thing that, that I feel has, has drawn me back in the world. Nice, nice. And what would you say to people who are listening from all... Like I said, I have listeners in California, England, um, all over U.S. Well, what'd you tell them about the Northeast Baltimore, Lauraville, Hamilton, Walterson area? I know I'm missing something out. Moravia, Moravia, Walter. I don't yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, Moravia, Walter. Don't uh, don't forget that. I don't, uh, um, is, is, so, I don't want. Is there Leslie K? Yeah, I don't want her. Oh yeah, yeah. don't don't hurt her feelings. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so, I absolutely um, I love this area. I think that um, if I didn't live here, I'm not sure that I would want to live in Baltimore. Um, or even in some of the surrounding areas. I'm not sure, you know, I can't uh, predict where my head is uh, in, in the future. Uh, but this neighborhood in particular, I really like. I like, the, I like the vibe of it. I like the people here. Um, I like that I can run to Herring Run Park. Uh, I, I love that I can walk everywhere. I can walk to the gross, two grocery stores. I can walk to a bar or whatever restaurants. I, it's, it's really nice to feel uh, like there's a, a community. And there really is. Nice. Now, um, just for so people can find you, what is your email address they can find you or your website for your, for no. your store? Should give, give, so, it's time to give love to you. TrueXFrames.com. Uh, you can uh, email me at uh, TrueXFrames at uh, Gmail. Uh, social media, anything? Are you on social media or anything like that? You I'm, I'm on social media. Look up uh, TrueXFrames on uh, Facebook. Nice. 
Uh, oh, what's the other one? Uh, the Instagram. Instagram. All of yeah, them. man. Oh. And um, also, I just want to say, Amber says hello. Shout out to Amber, who's, a, who's a principal. I know that you, <laughs> you guys, she knew who you were, and she's like, oh, she, yeah, to my wife. I know Brian. So, <laughs> so definitely shout out. Um, and folks, uh, again, I wanted to shout out Mr. Brian. He is, you know, he's the community guy. He knows, everybody knows him and well-respected and well-liked. And, you know, this is what community is all about. You know, like you said, you can walk everywhere. You can talk to people. And people will say hello back to you. And just being around him and others, it's been an amazing time living here. And I've been here for two years. So I wanted to, kudos, thank you for welcoming hey, me into the community. Thank you for, for having me on your podcast. And uh, thanks for being part of the community. Hey, this yeah, is Yeah, man, you're, di- you're digging in. And, you, you know, I know you've spent a lot of time on the West Coast. So I do love the West Coast. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, I, love, I do love the West Coast a lot. So I, I truly appreciate you coming on. I really do. And taking time out your day to come and speak on No Pixel Dark podcast. Sweet. Thanks, man. All right, folks, we're out.